I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time to do the podcast. Welcome to Unfeatured Articles. Hello and welcome. There we are. Oh, Have boy. a stroke, dickhead. Uh, hello. And welcome to Unfeatured Articles. We're <laughs> back again. Uh, hello again. Episode two oh, of this, this journey and I'm I'm losing it. I'm losing it already. I'll just It'll just be sounds by the end of this run. Um, no, oh. we are back. We're back in the studio again. Uh, I keep saying we're back, but... We, we're, just, we're back, it's we're just, exciting It's true So we, we, we're recording in batches This is the second episode We just recorded the uh, the Song of Ice and Fire one So it still feels like it's fresh It still it's feels like fresh. it's new And we're back again um, Which is exciting as always And I hope you guys are excited as well This time we're doing Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes. Yes. Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, we're doing the extended Just the whole kind of Extended fiction of Yu-Gi-Oh, the anime, the the cards, the Absolutely. everything. Um, but for those of you who might not uh, be regular listeners, yes. or you're jumping on for the first time, yes. uh, what do we what do we do? James? What do we do? Well, we three. Uh, my name is James Keo, and I'm joined, of course, by Curtis Lang. G'day, and Riley McNamara. Hello. The three of us every week uh, we take on a new wiki, a new uh, uh, sort of internet page about a certain realm fandom. of fiction fandom. Uh, and we talk about uh, oddly obscure, weird, um, cool uh, bits from there um, and, and just look at these strange realms of fiction. That Some of the articles that you might say. Ooh, what I'm, what might I say? Uh-huh. But they might be unfeatured. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that in mind, let's get started. <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's go. do it. Let's move Knowing swiftly that on. These, these, these articles are unfeatured, yeah. uh, as one may mention. James, this was your uh, idea. This, this was, was your idea. I brought idea. this one in because... Uh, I you know we watched I watched uh, Yu Gi Oh growing up and I played Yu Gi Oh growing up I didn't no I weren't a big Yu Gi Oh I, I heard somewhere through the grapevine you? that you may have been second in Australia for- okay all right now this is an exaggeration uh huh. Uh, blatant lie. I was third in Queensland. Third in Queensland. That's yeah. it. I was misremembering. I yep. apologize. Sorry about that. Tell me about your Yu-Gi-Oh upbringing, your Yu-Gi-Oh stories. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I just played the card game a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got too into it. Me and my, me and my good friends. Um, oh, you know, Tully Grimley. Oh, yep. yeah. Dear friend Tully. Um, Tully gave me um, my first like actual deck. Oh, cool. Um, like, I was into it when I was a kid, but then, like, I, I fell off, and then I got back into it, and Tully was like, you should come play this. And um, so, yeah, and then me and my good friend, Tully, and Sam Metty, and Will Collins, we uh, we would we would play all the time. Yes. And uh, my schoolies experience, actually, and I stand by this because <laughs> yeah. I had a fucking great time. Yeah. I was drunk for a week straight. Mm-hmm. At Stradbroke Island, and I just swam eight and played Yu-Gi-Oh with my friends. It was fucking. That sounds delightful. incredible. It I love delightful. it. That doesn't sound too bad. No, it was no, awesome. Yeah, couldn't ask for a better. Anyway, week. so yeah. Anyway, and then I um, go. and then in twenty fourteen, I I 
came third in Queensland. You sound you nice say one. like you say that like it's the thing you're ashamed of. But that's hey, I awesome. won two hundred bucks, man. Yeah, dude, that's so yeah, good. Really? Yeah, dude. Jesus, that's all right. Dude, <laughs> it was a marketable skill. I went to school with the number two in the world. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's a that's really cool. Was dude, Seto he, a good guy? Or? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What a reference! I love it. I love these deep Yu-Gi-Oh pulls. Deep Yu-Gi-Oh pulls. Everyone's a Yu-Gi-Oh fan. You Let's can't, be real. You can't not be. You, you know? can't not be. You, People like to pretend that it's Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. There's nothing mm, in that. You can have both. You can have, you can both, have both. But everyone but knows. I have both in <laughs> everyone knows that one. The better card game is Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh-huh. Two, if you're searching your soul, the better TV show is Yu-Gi-Oh. Honestly, Ooh, like the arcs, it's it's like it's phenomenal. Yeah, man. Um. Anyway, moving swiftly along. Moving swiftly along. All right. I want to talk about. See, here's the thing with Yu-Gi-Oh, and the reason the show is so cool. Yeah. Is that um, in the original series there were the god cards and there was Exodia. Yeah. These kind of mythical beasts who were all you know in in. Egyptian mythology, and then they, you know, well, came inspired into, by inspired Egyptian by mythology, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Um, and then later on, uh, there were just more of cards of this type, uh, leading to in the recent series, uh, in the recent kind of cards, the Earthbound Immortals. Yeah. So Earthbound Ooh. Immortals, known as Earthbound Gods, uh, they're a the cards are a sub archetype of the Earthbound archetype. Yeah. Uh, blah blah blah. They are based on you know the Nazca lines in Peru, yeah, like yeah. these big yeah, lines yeah, yeah. and the yeah. Uh, each there's seven of them, each one based on a different one That's of the cool. clients. Uh, each of them are pictured- what you, what, sorry, just to interrupt. What because I haven't heard of these ones because I, yeah. I haven't played in a in a couple years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is this like very recent? This is the I think it's the most recent or the second most recent uh, anime series. Um, and oh, yeah. so you know around that time. Yeah. What um, did, is is it called Ark or is it called Zexel? Uh, it is five days. Oh, five Ds. Yes. Oh, that's quite a while ago, actually. Oh, really? Because it goes Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh GX, yep. Yu-Gi-Oh Five Ds, yep. Yu-Gi-Oh Zexel, Yu-Gi-Oh oh. Arc Five, and then there's a new one that I just have no idea. I think what it's called, called. Rains. Or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. The, the names just get stupider. Yeah, yeah. As you go, um, but the show just stays yeah, <laughs> top quality. quality. Everyone yeah. railed on GX. I quite liked GX. Mm. Um, to be honest, it got like at the deepest that any of them did. I think into like. The rules of how the game was played. Oh, cool! Like, like realistically, yeah, how yeah, the yeah. game was played. So, yeah, I like Five cool. D because they had fucking motorbikes. Card games on motorcycles. Oh, that's exactly which it. Yeah. In, in, in like episode two or three of our first season. Yeah, you just said that into I the know, microphone, I know. <laughs> and like it was just like, and no one reacted to it. We're all about deep Yu-Gi-Oh yeah, pulls on this Yu-Gi-Oh show. Pulls. Oh, <laughs> There's a history. Anyway, of it's deep it's U- been there since day one. <laughs> keep, to- yeah. keep talking to me about uh, these these cards. So the Earthboard Immortals they are the evil incarnations that were sealed away in the underworld by the Crimson Dragon and its servants five thousand years before the events of Yu-Gi-Oh Five D. Sure. Uh, these malicious entities were released as the result of the Zero Reverse incident. Absolutely. Uh, they serve as the ace monsters of the Dark Signers, possessing them to serve as gatekeepers of Old Ender D. Beautiful. Uh, which serves as the entrance to the underworld. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what piqued my interest about these these cards is that they are kind of like the the God cards um, and Exodia. Exodia, if you have all five pieces you of, win. of Exodia, you win the game. If they're in yeah. your hand, you win the game. Um Equally, all of these cards, they're level 10 cards and they're so OP, it's fantastic. One, which is, I believe it's the blue one, called Kakapik Apu. Um, <laughs> Sorry, one more time. Bless you. Kakapik Apu. Uh, uh, I can't even say it a second time. So no, you don't get a second time. <laughs> um, uh, Earthbound, Earthbound Immortal <laughs> Kakapik Apu. 
Uh, basically, his effect is yeah. Let me let me see. Um, oh no, I'm all over the place. Oh no, they can. I say I'm so happy about this because we're just literally talking about like Yu-Gi-Oh. literal Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. cards. It's great. <laughs> I'm just I'm having a great time. So you play this card. It's a level ten card. So what you have to sacrifice uh, three. three. Yeah, got to sacrifice three monsters. There can only be one Earthbound Immortal monster on the field. Okay. If there is no face-up field spell card on the field, destroy this card. So you have to have at least a field spell card in play yeah. for the card to be in play. Uh, your opponent cannot target this card for attacks. This card can attack your opponent directly. If this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle, inflict dam- damage to your opponent equal to the destroyed monster's at- attack. So basically, if you put it on the field, Jesus Christ. your opponent can't attack it. It can attack your opponent directly. And if it defeats an opponent's enemy, uh, it also attacks yeah. the thing directly. Yeah, right. Uh, it, which that's, it, that's, that's a fairly fairly good card. That's a pretty good card. That is a fairly good card. That's a pretty good card. Well, despite, well, especially considering... Sorry, two seconds. I'm just re... This card destroys an opponent's monster by battle. Yeah, man. So if, especially even if you um destroy it while it's in defense mode, because usually when a card is in defense mode, you lose no yeah. uh, life points because life points are calculated... Only when two cards attack each other, exactly, yeah, and it's the difference. difference between the yeah the two attack numbers. If cards in defense, you don't lose any, but mm. that way you not only they don't just lose the difference between the the attacks, they lose the entirety of the uh, the value of the uh, monster's attack, which is pretty insane. Pretty insane. Yeah. Um, that is essentially my thing on Earthbound Immortals. Special mentions though, because I was looking at uh, the characters from the anime. And um, so in the first season, uh, there are a lot of minor characters who just kind of have names. Like, they don't need to have names, but yeah. they do have names. But they're bad names. So um, there's one, and he's this, like, superstar. Uh, he's, like, a Hollywood actor. His name is John claude Magnum. Oh, <laughs> yes. I love John claude Magnum. It's Fuck, like, I forgot about how stupid some of the characters on Yu-Gi-Oh! are. Yeah, there's John claude Magnum. Um, there's Alex Brisbane. Fuck yeah. yeah. Alex Brisbane is a character. He was in the Capsule Monsters season yeah. of, of which is non Which is non-canon. Series. Is it really? Yeah. It's funny. Um, but his, na- his, his, his literal name is Dr. Alex Brisbane. Uh, there's a man called Croquet. Uh, who is Maximilian Pegasus's like right hand man? Yeah, dude, he's um, he's an awesome character. Croquet, yeah, his name is Croquet. croquet. Yeah, <laughs> why? He's got well, a the, good mustache. The, the, the thing is, like, whenever any of these characters would play, would play the game within the context of the of the of the show, mm. they would always have like a niche. So That's like, there was true. This, there yeah. was this, such a stupid character, Bandit Keith. Bandit Keith, who yeah. just have like who had a machine deck and was like, I'm all about machines, man. And um, that was the America guy, yeah, right? the, yeah, 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 such an American dude. And um, there up. was like a oh, there was this guy in the in the early episodes of the second season of the original series mm. called like Johnny Johnny Stars or like Johnny Johnny. It was like such just a like a stage a shit yeah, yeah, yeah. LA stage name, yeah. Um, and he had like all rock star cards. Amazing. It was so stupid, man. So, oh, fuck, I have such a fond place in my heart for this show. Johnny Steps. <laughs> Johnny Steps. Johnny that Steps. Was it. That's the guy. There it is. Uh, I'm looking through the names now because they're all ridiculous. Uh, and he would, f- he would refer to himself in the third person as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this good. This is too much for Johnny Steps. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. So good. So good. Well, that's so good. that's my that's my bit on these monsters and these characters. I love it. Right. Uh, Raleigh, what do you got? All right, so I'm going to talk about a card. Yeah. Specifically mm. a card. This card is called the Blindly Loyal Goblin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good card, actually. All right, so Blindly Loyal Goblin. It is a monster card. Its attribute is Earth. It is a warrior effect card. It's level four. He has 1,800 attack points and 1,500 defense points. And his effect is that as long as the card remains face up on the field, control of the card cannot switch. So in Yu-Gi-Oh, as anybody who's seen, particularly the first series will be familiar with, there's a lot of like cards that let you like take your opponent's cards and sure, use them, yeah, yeah. Like, grab control of them. This yeah. one is not, a, you can't do that. Oh, damn. And I found him because I was looking through... Um, they have a section where they just like look through the card rulings. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I found him just by like of like previously official rulings mm-hmm. yeah. for Blindly Loyal Goblin. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, seeing a lot of red I'm gonna, here. I'm going to talk about some Yeah, okay. All right, so um, one of the – so we're jumping in. If your opponent takes control of your Blindly Loyal Goblin with Change of Heart card and flips it face up, control of the monster does not return to you. So I'm assuming that's – I'm going to so change of heart. Mm, I, I believe. Yeah. Change of heart allows you to take an opponent's monster and place it on your side of the field in face yes. down defense position. Yeah. Um, Doesn't say it just says take one target, one monster your opponent controls, take control of it until oh, the okay. end phase. No. Okay. Maybe the, then if you took control of it, placed yeah. it in face down defense position yeah. and then flipped it face up. Yeah. That would therefore be your card now. Right. Yeah. 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 So you could game that. True. That's why I love this game. Like, there's so many like you can there really. Are, yeah. It's actually very well put together card it's game. Incredible, considering the fact that they have been making cards right since 1994, and to have yeah. it balanced, and to have it all balanced. You know, yeah. The list of cards that are banned in this game is not long. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, huh. not whereas long Magic the Gathering, for Magic example. the Gathering, you can oh, only yeah. to they play out, the official they, like, game. They mm. outlaw basically every year a whole yeah, to play year's the official, worth of stuff. To play the official like, game, you can only use cards. From that, um, it's the last that, like that, season, that season yeah. of release. That's right. Yeah. So to play the game professionally, you have to continuously be updating. Mm. Your, that's why it's it's just such a money drainer. Exactly. You just yeah. Like you can play. Cards. You can like a lot of people just play like legacy version, which yeah. is like you can use anything. Mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. So r- free digital game out now. Oh, that's right. They they thank you. Yeah. Thank the you, new Zane. Magic the Elder. All right. Gathering some more of uh, Blindly Loyal Goblin's rulings. Yes, he If is. you special summon your opponent's Blindly Loyal Goblin with Monster Reborn or remove Brainwashing. Oh, hang on. With mm. Monster Reborn and remove Brainwashing is activated. Control sure. of Blindly Loyal Goblin does not return to your opponent. So they can't get it back. Oh. If you can steal it off them, that's all good. <laughs> that's, all your, that's all yours. Your opponent cannot use Change of Heart, Snatch Steal, or Brain Control on your face-up Blindly Loyal Goblin. So some of these cards are just completely ineffective against this little bastard. Damn. Um, neither player can activate Creature Swap if the only monster you control is Blindly Loyal Goblin. If you control Blindly Loyal Goblin and one other monster, when yeah. Creature Swap is activated, you must select the other monster. Um, so that would be like, can you imagine... Now, I haven't played Yu-Gi-Oh! properly, yeah, man. possibly ever. Huh. Um, but I'm imagining, like, you know, you've got... Your opponent's got a blindly loyal goblin and then, like, fucking Slifer on the field. Sure. Yeah. And you play Creature Swap and you give them a Karibo. And they have to give you their Slifer. True. And that's fine. Well... This, I'm just throwing it out there. If you're using the actual versions of the cards, because... Uh, okay, because so... Yeah, the yeah. ones that you would know, like, the one... 
you're not actually Anything technically from, allowed to use them uh-huh. in games. There are printed versions of them which have the cards' effects printed on them as well that you can use. However, they're not like the coloured versions of the cards. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the god cards. So if you about. play Slifer, I don't think magic cards actually work against right, it. Right. Well, let's let's say like let's say like a blue eyes <laughs> ultimate dragon. There you go. Then. That'll do. Okay. That'll do it. Sorry, there mate. You get it. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> boys. Get in on a technicality. <laughs> Thanks, boys. <laughs> Um, yeah, all right. So if you got a, you can stitch them up like that. If your opponent tries to use change of heart on your face down, blindly loyal goblin, mm. and you chain ceasefire to flip it face up, the effect of change of heart is negated. So that's like one of those ones where it's like fucking. Well, you just activated my trap card. Whoa, well, that activates my trap oh, card. Oh, right. oh, well, and I play this card, and then oh, that activates my other trap card. Yeah. Anyone who's seen Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge, <laughs> that shit yeah. is screw the nuts. rules. I have money. Screw the money. I have rules. <laughs> um. Yeah, so like basically blindly loyal goblin. There's a lot of little effects in there. Yeah. Um so that just nerf kind it. of it yeah, it's nerf it. Burn it. <laughs> Burn it. Ban it. Ban it. Burn it, ban it. Get it out of here. What you got, Yu-Gi-Oh Master? Yeah, this could be a while. Boys School us. Strap in everybody. Boys, I'm gonna talk about uh Ojama cards. Ooh, what does that well, mean? Uh... <laughs> Let me show you a picture, which I'm also gonna put in the thing. These are Ojama cards. Oh, Ooh. it's so frightening. Yeah, they're yeah. just they're like little Yikes. they're little like Goblin demons. Japanese goblin demons that are like slightly like chibi, which is like an anime mm. um thing of like it's meant to be like stylized cute kind of drawings of actual yeah, characters, yeah. but like these are just like terrifyingly upsetting. Yes. However, <clears throat> Ojama cards are pretty rubbish. <laughs> okay. okay. So um for example, let me tell you about uh, so there are three, there are three versions of the thing. There's Ojama Green, Ojama Yellow, and Ojama Black. Um, those cards, I believe, have zero attack and two hundred defense each. Oh boy! And they're one, they're two stars. That's pretty rough. No, they all have a thousand defense. I apologize, but they've got oh. zero attack. Yeah, yeah, no attack. However, when you put them together and you have an Ojama focused deck, uh-huh. they become ridiculously powerful. <laughs> How? So, through a number of ways. Okay. There are a couple of cards called um, Ojama. No, uh, Ojama. There are a couple of fusion cards. Yeah. So fusion is when you is when you fuse. If one's not cu- called Ojama Rama, then it's a fucking uh, there is a card, waste of Ojama, time. There is a card called Ojama Rama. Yes. Good. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, there, there. Are, so fusion monsters. You fuse a couple of monsters together. They, they form a new powerful monster. Yeah. There's two. There's one called Ojama King and Ojama Knight. Um, and then, and so Ojama Knight has zero attack and 2,500 mm. defense. Okay. Ojama King has 3,000 defense and zero attack. Ah, oh, so, so you, that's cool. What you can do is you can then use a certain card, which um, allows you to swap the attack and defense of creatures, thereby giving you two quite powerful monsters. Hmm. And if you, cause you can have three of each, cause okay, in Yu-Gi-Oh, you can have, um, with just normal non-limited or non-banned cards. Yeah. You can have three of each in your deck. Yeah. So. That gives you then, if you can, if you can easily fuse um, three Ojamas together in each, you get yeah. three Ojama Kings. That's three cards that have three thousand attack. That's not bad that's at all. Pretty that's pretty good. That's all right. That's pretty so, but it, it goes a bit further than that. So Ooh, that's just a go. pretty. That's just a pretty um, basic way. Yeah. There is a style of play called lockdown, which um, pretty much it 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 means you have either partial or complete control of the field. Yeah, one of my um, mates does that in Magic. He has yeah. a blue white deck, and it yeah. is the worst thing I've ever experienced yeah. in my life. <laughs> it is incredibly frustrating. Yes, uh, to come up against. Uh, let me. Oh dear. Oh dear. 
Wikipedia. These wikis, they don't like you. They don't like phones. Yeah, they're not particularly Wiki- yeah. well formatted. Um, so Ajama Lockdown. Uh, this lockdown relies on using the effects of cards such as Ajama Trio and Ajama Knight. So Ajama Trio uh, has the effect. Sorry, no, Ajama Knight. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, my word. This wiki is not liking my my thing at all. All right, I'm just going to search up a picture of the card. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves, boys. Okie dokie. Um, have, you played, have you played Yu-Gi-Oh before, James? Oh, like, uh, yeah, I played it in high school. Um, I was never like good. Like yeah. I, I never like took yeah. the time with it. I'm back. Yeah. All right. Good chat. Yeah, nice. See we'll you next week. Soon. Special summon three Ajama tokens. Uh, so just, yeah, just three ver- like just basic monsters. So uh, beast type, light, level two, attack zero, defense 1000 to your opponent's field in defense position. They cannot be tributed or tribute summon, and each time one is destroyed, the controller takes three hundred damage. Mm. So if they destroy them yeah. via their own, like they, if they go, I need to get rid of these so I can like summon shit, and they destroy them, they take three hundred damage. Yeah. So huh. there's a bit of a there's a big negative outpost there. Yeah. Um, they can't be tributed or sacrificed as anything. So oh, you've I lost. See. So there, you've lost three three zones of your of your monster zone. Yeah. If you do that twice, you've lost all five. Yeah. Fuck. Um. Ojama Knight, on the other hand, um, wait, you played in high school, James? I did. I <laughs> this is the same way of like vamping. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I uh, know. Select oh. up to two of your opponent's monster card zones. The selected card zones cannot be used at oh, all. Oh, damn. So yeah, yeah Jesus. So Ojama, so yeah, you can't do. You just can't use the monster zones anymore. Then there are cards uh, that allow you to lock down um, magic zones. As well, okay. so you can't use magic cards. So pretty much the aim of this kind of lockdown strategy yeah. is to make it so that your opponent literally can't use any of anything, the zones, yeah. and they can't do anything, so they have to surrender. Yikes! Yeah, so that's that's what that's what a lockdown deck is, and it's one of the that's most frustrating the things of all time. I have a lo- I have an Ojama lockdown deck. It's very fun to play. It's it's very hard to master, but yeah. very fun to play. Yeah, it's, um, it sounds it. Yeah. It's. I've also got an Exodia Mega Draw deck, which is a lot of fun oh. because the the, the, the the idea of the deck is to just play as many cards. It's just to have one massive turn. Yeah, where you just keep playing because you can play unlimited Magic cards in a turn. Yes. Yeah. Um. You can only you can only normal summon mm. once and a monster and tribute summon once. Once. Yeah. Um. Or no, sorry. Normal summon tribute summon is included in normal summon. Special summon once. Normal summon once. Sure. Um. Magic cards, however. You can do whatever, however, you yeah. Want. So the 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 aim is to just have this massive long turn where you just keep drawing, where you just play effects that allow you to keep drawing cards until yeah. you draw Exodia and win. That is really cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. it sounds it. Um, but yeah, there's there's my little insight into some of the mechanics of. Uh, I really want to get back into you yeah, guys. Right? Should we like, do? I, should we do that as a podcast? I kind of I came into this. And I was like, oh, there's got to be a lot of cool, weird Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. And then I was like reading a lot of articles and I was like, I want to get back into Yu-Gi-Oh. Dude, boys, I found my, I, I got all my, I have a, there's a drawer in my room yes. that contains all of my cards. We're coming Good. over. We're coming over. We're all having right. a match. I have a folder, a binder of cards that is worth $3,000. Hell yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Come to my house, steal my shit. Um, <laughs> now, anyway. Oh, yes. James, so, have you got um, another game for us? finish it off for the episode, I've got a special surprise for you, boys. Let me oh, go enjoy what? it. This one's one of my favorite games yeah, yeah. Uh, that I've devised. Um, have you brought Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Is it just I Yu-Gi-Oh? Have, I have props. Um, <laughs> He's got props. He's in this his is bag. an auditory medium. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I have props myself. Okay. 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 So, <clears throat> this is a game. Uh, What's the title of the game? The title of the game 
uh, is. Hold on. Oh, gosh. If it's not as good as Rate That Paint, I'm yeah, that a Pate bit was, disappointed. You came out All of right. the gate flying with Rate That Paint. I did, I did. Okay, this is a game called Level 10 Monster Card or Thing I Just Made Up. Here we go. <laughs> I love it. So this is a game, I'm going to give oh, you a series of... Welcome back to Level 10 Monster Card or Thing I Just Made Up. This is host, James Keogh. Um, oh, I'm really excited to be here, James. I'm going to give you guys a series of uh, names. Yep. Um, and then you guys are going to tell me which one is an actual legitimate name of a Level 10 Monster Card in Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> And what is just why specifically uh, level ten? Oh, the le- the name. Uh, you'll learn. You'll okay, find out. Right, the names enough. get interesting. There are not a lot of level ten cards actually. Oh, uh, in Yu Gi Oh, one hundred and seventy seven of them. Yeah, which yeah. like <laughs> considering compared to the amount of cards of that there are, of cards yeah. there are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, here we go. So uh, first round. Um, so we have uh, Phthalton, the Light Eater, yeah. or Elemental Hero Electrum. Which one is a level 10 monster card and which one is a name I just came up with? See, I want to go the one that sounds obviously made up, mm. but that is also pushing me away from it because it could very well be okay. a card. The, 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 my thought here is that Elemental Hero is a, is an archetype of card. Yeah. Um, mm. So I think James has seen that and gone, this is an easy way to fool the boys. Yes. So I'm going to go with it. The card is actually, and I don't know a lot about Elemental Heroes. I never really use them. Yeah. So I'm out of my depth here. So I'm going to go with Thalton, the Light Eater. Uh, Thalton, the Light Eater. Thalton, the Light Eater. No, okay. Actually, that does sound like something changed. I'm, I'm sticking with my answer. It's Thalton, the Light Eater. I'm going to go the other one. Elemental Hero. Ooh, okay. So? Cover your bases. Uh, the correct answer is the one that is real, Elemental Hero Electrum. There you go. Yep. I've been taken down. I like this game a lot. This is a good game. Yeah. Um, here we go. Uh, is it Deskbot Jet? Yep. Or Shining Whistle? It's Deskbot <laughs> Jet is the real one. Jetspot Jet is the real Despot one. Jetspot Jet is the real one. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You've got an expert on your side. You know what's up. It is Despot Jet. Yeah. Um, Shining Whistle. I wouldn't shiny. put it fucking past them though. Right. Dude, there are some weird cards. All right. Like, I know there are. I know uh, there are. Is it Dark Lord Desire or Misery Anchor? Uh, Misery Anchor because it's funny. Uh, no, it's Dark Lord Desire. I'm pretty sure. Ooh. It is Dark Lord Desire. Yeah. Yeah. Misery Anchor is still funny. I'm gonna name my band that. Uh, is Sorry, it? hang on. Can I? Just... <laughs> That's just made me think of. Um, there's this fucking episode in the first series where Joey plays a card called Kunai with Chain, oh, and yeah. his stupid Brooklyn accent. He just goes <laughs> Kunai with Chain. <laughs> <laughs> and there is there was like a period of like six months in year my year eleven where me and my friend Lachlan Robinson would just mm. send that three-second clip to each other. <laughs> I'm just, you've just screamed out with Chain. With chain. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Imperion Magnum, the superconductive battle bot, or insurmountable terror anger driver? <laughs> which one is real and which you, one is okay, a thing I made up? Let, no, let, let me let you into James Keogh's thinking here. He's seen the first one and gone, that's just words, and gone, I'm going to make up another one with just words and made up the second one. It's the first one. The you first one is the first true. one? Yeah. Riley, what do you think? Curtis jumped on that real quick. He does so have the confidence. I'm, I'm guessing it's got to be. Imperium Magnum, the superconductive battle bot, is the correct one. Yeah. Yes. And what a fucking name. <laughs> you just, yeah, you were just like, that's just fucking yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. That's isn't just it? words. Uh, Elite Superior Turon, phase three, or True Stardust Spark Dragon Chronicle? <laughs> <laughs> the first one. You got a bit lazy towards the end, didn't you? I did. Yeah. What is it? It's the first one. 
Is the real one? Yeah. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> True Stardust Spark Dragon Chronicle is a real Yu-Gi-Oh card. Fuck. No, it's not. It is. It is. One of the ones that got bitten. Oh, boy. Um, what was it? True Stardust. True Stardust Spark Dragon Chronicle. Obviously. They're just fucking words. That's just words. Um, let's see. Um, they are all adjectives except for dragon. Uh, so let's do... Hot Red Dragon Archfield Bane or Impossible Interbarrier Dragon. Okay, can Impossible I just... Impossible Interbarrier Dragon. Just really quickly interrupt you, boys. Yeah. It was called that in the manga. Mm-hmm. However, on the actual English card, it is called Stardust Chronicle Spark Dragon, which makes a little bit more sense. Sure, I just guess. Just a little bit. Just barely. Um, anyway, have, sorry, what was the two cards? Uh, it was Hot Red Dragon Archfield Bane or Impossible Interbarrier Dragon. Impossible Interbarrier Dragon sounds fucking dope. Wait, what was the first one? Uh, Hot Red Dragon Archfield Bane. Archfield or Archfiend? Archfiend. Yeah. That's the real one. That's the real one. Oh, I'm talking to an expert. I, I can't fool them. I've got that card. Oh, do you? Yeah. Nice. Um, it is very stupid. It is very <laughs> stupid. Uh, a lot of stupid names. Uh, I've run out of made up ones, but some honorable n- mentions. Uh, we have, of course, DDD Super Doom King Caesar Ragnarok. Yeah, man. Um, let's see. There's, oh, a whole, yes. there's a whole category of cards that is just called... D full stop, D full stop, D full stop. Yeah. And then name. It's very what, weird. What is that? I don't know. I imagine it's something lost in translation. It's got to be something lost yeah. in translation. Gaia Drake, the universal force. That's cool. Um, yeah. We have. I think I had that card. Alec. Maybe. I don't know. Male branch of the burning abyss. I was hmm. hoping it was just Alec. <laughs> just Alec. Alex. We have Alec. We have Alec Smith. He's a card in the game. Um, Jeez. Just some some real. Just take a dive yeah. into that. Hey, by the way, it's uh, it's it's just speaking of stupid car names. Mm. It's canon in the Yu Gi Oh universe that Seto Kaiba, when he got a bit old and got a bit like crazy with money, yeah, uh, just made a card called Kaiba Man. Cool. This is that just lets you put a blue eyes white dragon in your hand. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Fucking hell, Kaiba Man. Kaiba Man. This is him with a visor on and long hair. <laughs> Anyway, well, that'll about do us for this episode. Uh, thank you for joining episode. us for our Yu-Gi-Oh episode. We had to get it out there. We yeah, had to get our Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm sorry, you know, if you're not into Yu-Gi-Oh, there's that was, you know, we went pretty deep. Went pretty I'm deep. sorry, anybody respectable. Yeah, that's fine. We went deep into some into some. Look, mechanics I enjoyed the last episode, and I hadn't seen, hadn't read Song of Ice and Fire. That's true. So, you know, yeah. we I'm don't sure make this for you. Up. We make this for us. It's for us. <laughs> Um, Get your own podcast. But if you do want to see more of us <laughs> or listen to more of us, uh, yeah, is that going to be your theme? Get your own just podcast. Get your own that's, podcast. That's me we in this one. I'm just fucking grumpy in yeah. this one. <laughs> um, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on everywhere you find your podcasts. Um, our theme song is Purgatorian Friends by Kevin McLeod. Indeed. We're lovingly hosted on That's Not Canon Productions. Do we have anything to plug? We don't because Negative. we already we already, did uh, that. we already did that. Again, Baal by Vinicar Baal is coming, is coming up. up in a couple of days. Come go see it. By Bertolt Brecht. By Bertolt Brecht. Uh, our episodes drop every Tuesday. And yes. uh, in terms of social media, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Instagram is where I would personally recommend following us because that's yeah. where we tend to be most active. It's good fun. That or Facebook. But um, um, yeah. Yes. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I've been Curtis Lang. I've been Riley McNamara. I've been James Keogh. Browse responsibly. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.